Welcome to Seers, Beers, Knowers, and Doers, a podcast about intuition. Do you know what that is? Intuition to me is that inner sense or knowing that something is true, and yet I have no proof. But there's so many definitions, and there's so many ways it can come. I'm looking to bring together and share with you some amazing guests who have some amazing life stories and also some insights into how intuition can come. And I'm looking to gather those crows in the trees. I hope you're one of them. I hope that this podcast inspires you to be more connected to your intuition. And I hope that by doing that, we make the world a better place. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Before we get started today, I would love to share some tools with you to help with stress and feeling overwhelmed, especially for the energetically sensitive person. Feel free to go to my store on my website at www.healingvitality.ca. Thanks so much for coming on this journey with me. So I'm super excited today because I'm about to bring to you somebody that I met probably two and a half, three months ago. I met Kim Coleman doing a Access Bars class, and I'd been introduced to Access Bars probably for about two years through another podcast guest, Diana Stewart, and we arrived at Kim's location, and there was no snow, and we left Kim's location in the middle of a snowstorm, so it was a memorable day, and it went longer than anticipated because we just so, the group just gelled and seemed to want to never leave her location it (laughs) seemed so thank you so much Kim for joining me today I'm looking forward to sharing you with the world would you mind telling us all a little bit more about yourself sure and thank you for the invite because I love playing with consciousness and we all have consciousness and so yeah thank you for the invite you're using an interesting word there so This podcast is about intuition. Are you equating intuition and consciousness as a synonym? Hmm, You could. You could. Yeah, of course. And so consciousness to me is like awareness, having awareness, having, which is very, pretty much another word for intuition, I guess. So yeah, what am I consciously aware of in this moment? What is it that's going to contribute to me? my body to humanity and that to me is consciousness that's awareness and yeah that's intuition and you get a hit maybe you'll get a hit in the moment that you're curious or maybe it's going to be later on when you're doing a mundane task like doing the dishes (laughs) cool because it'll show up intuition awareness all of that will show up when we get out of the way but when we try to figure things out we're already in the way Yes, exactly. Cool. Okay, so back to my original question. I just wanted to clarify that for listeners because nobody has spoken about consciousness yet here per se. Nobody's used that word. So I wanted to circle a little bit before we dove into you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. All righty. Okay. So my name is Kim Coleman. I live in Nova Scotia, Canada. And I have two locations. And so for me, what was in, for me, what's interesting is I was just doing my thing, right? I was just doing my thing, living life, two kids, all the things. 
you know, um, not looking for consciousness, not looking for spirituality, and boom. So I had like the lifestyle of, you know, we rode around on a Harley, we went to the odd weekend um, party, camp, set up a tent. And so, you know, I was more of a kind of a rock and roll kind of lady. Um, and then, boom, um, all of a sudden I had one of those, what people call a wake-up call. You know, you hear people, you read books about people who have this thing, right? And so I had this thing. <laughs> I experienced this thing. <laughs> and I don't really like to define it because was it my spiritual awakening? Was it, you know, whatever it was. It was my wake-up. It was a thing. And so it changed everything for me from the way I dressed, from the people I hung out with, to the music that I listened to. You know, all of a sudden my music went from like Led Zeppelin, which I still love. I'll still rock out to Led Zeppelin. Uh, to the music that would be like what you would listen to if you were going to a spa. <laughs> and so everything changed for me. And, uh, yeah, then for me it was like I wanted more, and so I, and which is what we do, right? It's, it's like, oh, my God, like I didn't even know um, this level of consciousness. I didn't know that spirit existed. To me, if you couldn't touch it or feel it, boom, that was, that was my reality. And so I had this wake-up call, or whatever you want to call it, and I was like a kid in a Toys R Us store for the first time. So I was like, oh, my God, this and that and that other thing there. And so I started studying. Now, I'm that person that I like to study things and then take it to teacher's level. That's just how I am. I like to have the awareness and have my own uh, questions answered by, by all of that. And so, yeah, I've been teaching things like Reiki since the late 90s. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I've also studied the life coaching from many different sources. And so life totally changed, and that became my vibe. So I've been working with consciousness, with awareness, with spirit, with energy work, all of that. Different words for kind of sort of the same thing. Uh, so that's been how I show up in the world, like I said, since the 90s. And, and, it, and I continue. I continue to learn and to grow and expand. Like I would get bored if I wasn't constantly and continuously looking at what else is possible. What else will contribute to me, to my body, to humanity, to my life and living? That's a little bit about me. And so I do like classes in person. I work one-on-one -on -one with people on my table. And I also do classes online, and I also do sessions through Zoom and online or through the phone. And so, yeah. So, roughly how old were you when you had your thing? When I had my thing, let me see. So, I was born in 1960. It would have been about 94. So what would that make me? 34, 35? 35. And I'm 62 now. Had you had situations that tried to be a thing prior to the thing? When you say it tried to be a thing, what do you mean? So it sounds like you were smacked up the side of the head, maybe when you're, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure. I hope not, but sometimes that 
can be a thing. So did you have gentler smacks trying to get your attention to shift your perspective or gears or situation in the world prior to the age of 34? I mean, life was has always been quite different for me. I mean, everybody's life is quite different, right? I mean, by the time I was 16, I had had so many experiences that people were like, oh, my God, you should write a book. Well, I didn't. And so now I wouldn't even know where to start. So, yeah, I've always had, like, a lot of experiences, you know, some that, you know, people would call the movie of the week. But you know what? I always, somehow I just always rose above them without ignoring things. And so, yeah, so definitely, you know, as I had my thing, my wake-up call, yeah, I definitely went through my own experience of, I mean, love, light, and consciousness, like, wow, right? And so, so it changed everything for me, for sure. I'm not sure if I answered your question. Um, well, no, I mean, it sounds like life, life <laughs> occurred. I, I, it was just whether or not it was trying to get your attention for something or not. Because to have that dramatic of a change, sometimes, like, there is no wrong timing at all. So 34 was the perfect time for you to shift all those things. But sometimes people will have an awareness that it's like, you know what, I'd had a nudge before, or I'd had an exposure to that kind of world before, and I just kind of looked the other way and kept on going, because I was having fun over here. So I was just... Just inquiring from that right. perspective. Right. Yeah, you know what? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I think I was always quite intuitive, but just, you know, kind of thought that everybody was. And I got to tell you, like, when I first woke up or whatever you want to call that, I was pissed off. I was pissed off because for me personally, I did not agree and aligned with what was being presented at the time as, you know, God. And, and all of that. So to me, I, I just never related to that. So to me, I considered myself an atheist. That's what I considered myself. I didn't know, like now, everybody knows that consciousness and spirituality and healing and all that is available. Back then, it wasn't so available. So I didn't know anything outside of what the world was presenting as God, also known as religion. Not that I have anything against religion. It just wasn't my thing. And so because I didn't know anything else existed, I considered myself an atheist, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I had the wake up, this is a cute one. Are you ready for it? When I had my wake up, I started to know things. I started to become aware that, oh, my God, something's happening to somebody I love. But I didn't know who the somebody was. Next thing I knew, I would be on the phone and I'd be, okay, who is it? Are they okay, right? Because I didn't know how to check in. So I would react. Now I'm in my way. I'm in my own way because I would be reacting to my awareness that something was happening to somebody that I loved or that I cared about. And so that went on and on. And it got to the point where I would actually have, if I was driving, I would actually have to pull over. That's how intense it got for me. And I didn't know how to be with it. And it wasn't like, you know, we have teachers everywhere now. It wasn't like that then. And so I saw this thing in a little, you know, after school program book for learning how to read tarot cards. Okay. So um, because my husband at the time, he would be like, wow, every time you say that's going to happen, it happens. He would be like, you're psychic. And I would be like, huh? I didn't. What? 
So it was just a weird word for me. I was like, I never thought about it. And so, yeah, those so, so things were happening. So I sign up for this tarot card class, and I don't even have a deck of tarot cards. I just go to this class, and I'm like, i got to figure out how to be with this, right? And that was the first thing I saw. And so I didn't have a deck of tarot cards. So then I decide, so I'm awakening, I'm wake, awakening to whatever universal consciousness. So I'm like, well, where do you get a deck of tarot cards? Well, I saw that I was waking up to oneness, right? Where, what do you think I did to find a deck of tarot cards? And this is totally innocent at this time. I'm like, well, okay, so what other people call God, this is what this is. Well, who knows more about God than the churches? Uh-huh. I get out the yellow pages. At the time, we had the yellow pages. I look for churches. I'm like, well, who knows more? About, you know, well, I be Catholic. I call the church and ask them. Totally 100% innocent. Totally in oneness. And I call the church and I said, so where can I get a deck of tarot cards? And the guy on the other end of the phone says, this is a church. And I said, yeah. I know. That's why I'm asking you, where do I get it? And I was totally innocent. It was after that that I realized that religion and spirituality, if that's what you want to call it, were separated. I had no idea. I woke up in one day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? It's almost like comedy hour. And that poor guy must have thought it was a prank call. I didn't realize it. So then I kept following my finger down the page under churches. And I saw a section called Other. <laughs> yeah. So, so I looked to see this section called Other. And under there says Spiritual Science Fellowship. I'm like, I'm going to give them a call. And that's where I went. Is that hilarious or what? Who yes. called the church for a deck of tarot cards? Mm, well, you don't know. <laughs> right? I was like, well, I woke up in oneness. And I thought, well, that's is what people call God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there for people, maybe. And it's it's a reality that, yeah, oneness is that there is no separation or difference or any of those things, right? So, yep. yeah, how cool, how cool. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Because, you know what, I think there are people who will resonate with that because I think there's people who don't do the church thing but they aren't sure that spirituality is is available and I'm like do you like mother nature then it's mother nature like like do you exactly do you like cooking then it's cooking it's wherever it's everywhere it's whatever so um, exactly so for me I like to connect each morning and this is a practice that I do that I love to share with people so in the morning I connect with the divine that is within me the divine that is all around me and the divine that is within all things and it's just a practice and I say hi to it connecting with the divine that is within me hi connecting with the divine that is all around me hi connecting with the divine that is within all thing. Hi. And I think in these times of where there's some polarity, and I don't get into many conversations about this sort of stuff, but I think there has been, you know, whether or not it's the 
two years of on and off shutting houses or, or whatever the case may be, people are craving connection and that's a lovely thing. And I think that sometimes people need to realize that you don't need to be in front of people to have connection. And so what you've just gave everybody is a beautiful tool. It's that we're all energetic beings. We're all energy. We're all vibration. We're all a frequency. We have solid form from what we can see and feel, it appears. But um, the things inside of us are vibration. And the things outside of us are vibration. And we're all connected in that way. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. You know, even if somebody wants that sounds like, oh, that sounds cool, I'm going to try that. Even if when you go to connect with the divine that is within you and you're like, eh, not feeling it, you do it anyway. Because you know there's a divine within you. You connect with the divine that is all around you, eh, not feeling it. Well, you know it's there, but you say hi to it anyway. And the divine that is within all things, eh, not feeling it. Yeah, but you know it's there. You're saying hi to it anyway. And so we can connect that way. Yeah, well, and like this podcast has many titles seers beers knowers and doers so i didn't add feelers in there because the title would be too long but not everybody feels things so oh exactly some people have great awareness and knowing mm -hmm. that's one of my capacities is awareness and knowing not everybody feels not Mm -hmm. everybody sees not and, and so we all have different capacities so when i'm teaching a reiki class for example Not everybody's going to feel it. Well, then how do you know when it's time to switch gears and move on? Or when I'm teaching a virus class, you just follow your knowing. Okay, it's time. Okay, cool. Right? Some people feel. Oh, it's time because I was feeling lots and now I'm not. Okay, cool. And it's going to be different for everybody. Some people see. Some people just know. Pretty boring if we were all the same, don't you think, Heather? Totally. (laughs) So I'm going to shift gears a little bit because we've kind of segued there, but let's focus on you. How do you get your intuition? How does it come to you? Mm, Great question. So for me, it's more of a knowing. It's an awareness. Now, when something shows up for me, I can then negate it, all the yeah buts, right? That's just our mind doing that. And so I'll let that little voice be there. I'll notice it, and I don't go down the rabbit hole with it. I'll go, ah, thank you so much for showing up. And then I come back to the thing that was showing up that was just seemed like hugely expanded. And, yeah, the yeah, but might still be there. I say hi to it and thank it for being there. And then I bring my focus and awareness back to the thing that seems expanded and the possibilities. It's really easy to negate our awareness, our, our intuition, whatever you want to call it, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's how it shows up for me. So has it always been there? Like when you were a kid, were you also knowing things and not knowing how you knew things? And it's now you just have the words since you're 34 or? Yeah, maybe. I, like, Yeah, I guess I was always pretty aware I'm pretty intuitive. I mean, my environment and, you know, for me, my environment uh, demanded me to be quite aware. Mm-hmm. And so whether it was that or not, but yeah, you know, I think everybody is, well, definitely everybody is aware and intuitive. However, we've learned really well, 
I think how to negate it and shut it down for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then we get to a place and now, you know what, there's more and more people choosing awareness and consciousness than ever before. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, so, you know, so it's definitely going to be different for each person and there's no wrongness in any of it. It's right. just a choice. Totally, yeah. So I can have an awareness of, oh my goodness, I can create this, 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 and that. But I don't have to. It's still a choice, right? It's kind of like, well, which one's going to be fun for me? Which one's going to contribute to me? Which one's going to create for me? Oh, three of them. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Sweet. Okay, so which one am I going to choose in this moment? Oh, that one seems bright and shiny. That's how I follow my intuition doesn't mean I'm not going to do the other two. It's like, okay, which one right now? So for me, I have so many different businesses. I've always been an entrepreneur. And it's like, okay, right now I'm, I'm choosing to play with this because it's kind of waving at me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to make that choice. But mm-hmm. I know that if I make that choice of the bright and shiny, it's going to contribute to me. And so that's how I play with my intuition of so you're asking also questions. asking questions, I was going to say. Yeah, so what's going to contribute to the most to me right now? Which is going to be really fun for me right now? And those questions bring about your knowing. Yeah, so by asking the question, yeah. then possibilities can show up. Because if I'm always trying to figure out the answer, answer signifies there's one thing. When I ask a question... It's almost as if the universe responds with, oh, my God, let's show her some possibilities because I'm asking a question. But if I'm trying to figure things out, I'm working way too hard. And one of the takeaways I had is what else is possible? It's the openness that gets created with questions and interestingly enough there's open-ended questions and closed questions right like so you could you, ask, you could ask very closed questions but it's the it's those open-ended questions that even in a conversation you get a little bit more juice you get a little bit more possibilities of where the conversation can go and it's the same with life really when we when we ask those open questions and it's interesting because I've had a muscle testing background forever and think the answers are only as good as the questions you ask and the questions have to be closed yes and no answers right and so I think there's a time and a place for both I really do but I think when you're talking about life planning I just don't think we know all the possibilities. And if there's a possibility that we don't even know yet, like why stunt yourself with a yes or no answer? So that's just exactly another way that I think your intuition probably shows up is to ask the questions as opposed to limit yourself. Yep. And I mean, we've all heard um, asking you shall receive, right? When we start functioning from conclusion in the universe god whatever you want to call it consciousness whatever you want to call it then we just close the door because the universe god has our back so if we're like if so people will follow their intuition and then they'll do the ah that's why i came here okay there's a conclusion what if that's part of why you came there or 
went there because you met that person that you've been looking for for 30 years. But as soon as we do the, ah, that's why I came here, the universe goes, okay, cool. Well, we had all this other stuff there for her, but, you know, she's the boss, done. But when we use our intuition and something shows up, a possibility shows up, and then we ask, what else is possible? The universe goes, cool, we got a player. Let's show her what else is possible. And more will show up. And more will show up. So even if something is good, bad, or ugly, start asking the question, what else is possible? And see what happens. It's like the door opens and the universe goes, oh, let's show her. Cool, we got a player. But it's, it's interesting um, because when we're asking a question or doing affirmations or anything like that, we want to do it from a place of not verbal diarrhea, meaning it's about being the energy of so it's like when you can be the energy of the question or be the energy of an affirmation, now you're a vibrational match to it. So when we're just doing affirmations, for example, or asking a question from, because we, we were told to ask a question or we were told to do this affirmation, that's verbal diarrhea. To be the match for it, the vibrational match for it, about being the energy of the question. How do you do that? Really getting the essence of, oh my God, the curiosity of, oh my God, what else is possible here? How do you be the energy of an affirmation? Uh, so it's like, oh my God, wouldn't it be nice if blah, 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 whatever your affirmation is, what might that be like? So now you get the energy of having it. When you have get the energy of having it, you are being the energy of it now you're a vibrational match to it and it can show up right and again that's another question what may this be like exactly what would it be like to you know to um have that blah 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 right oh my god wouldn't what wouldn't it be nice like what might that be like so you use your imagination to activate the energy of that that is already within you totally so (laughs) Do you have any examples that you feel comfortable sharing where your intuition or consciousness have shown up that you'd want to share? The way that I use my morning time, so typically I'll just have my coffee barefoot, not in the winter, I do have shoes on, uh, walking around the property and I'm connecting again to the divine that's within me, to the divine that's all around me, the divine. And I just kind of wander around the property and I just, you know, and I'm not looking at where am I going to go? Where am I going to walk today? It's not like that. I just kind of follow my knowing. And it's interesting because sometimes I'll be following my knowing and I look down, it's like, what is that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. And I'll see some type of like that last year when I was doing this, all of a sudden I saw this literally a sea through mushroom. I was like, what is that? Mm. And so I was just kind of guided or whatever, followed my knowing and feel like going over here now. No, I think I'll go over there. I looked down and there is literally a translucent mushroom. I wish I had taken a picture of it because it was gone the next day. Yes. Um, It was gone that evening. And so then I might be wandering around. So I'm just following the energy, if you want to call it that, following my intuition, following awareness. And I might go and I'll look up. Oh, there's an eagle in that tree, 
right? And so it's kind of like that. And so that's how I like to live my life. Does that mean I do it all the time? No. That's how I, that's how I choose to live my life. And so Ken, my partner, sometimes he'll, he'll say, he calls me whimsical, kimsical. Because sometimes I might be like, yep, yeah, this is a yes for me. And then all of a sudden it changes to a no. And he's like, I thought you were. I was like, yep, yeah, that changed. It's a no now. <laughs> right. Whimsical, kimsical. Because I'm following my awareness and my knowing. It might have been a yes 10 minutes ago. And, of course, it depends on what it is. Hey, I'm a justice of the peace. Am I going to say yes to a wedding and then say no? No. Right. There are times when you have to commit to what you said yes to, right? Right. Yes. So it's always about what would it create? What would it create if I created this big plan and all of a sudden decided to change my mind? What would that create? That's probably going to create a little bit of a poop hole. Yeah. I could choose to create that, but it's like, is it going to contribute to me? Nah, probably not. For me, that's a big part of following the energy. It was a yes, and now it's a no. And I don't have to try to figure it out. Dear God. <laughs> that would be rabbit hole. Yes. It's just a no. And if somebody says, I thought you were doing that. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a no now. Why? I don't know. It's just a no. Love you. It's just a no. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. That's great. Really good yeah. tools and awareness. And thank you for the examples. I think you actually saw a ghost pipe. Very rare mushroom not that i'm a forager but carrie stultz who's another podcast guest has shown them to me and they are very special what's it called a ghost pipe mushroom they're that's so cool i'm gonna look it up thank yeah, you it might have been it sounds kind of like that because yeah they're very unique and very special they don't hang out in many places but when they do well yeah. this property is a very magical property people will often say are you aware of the magical elementals that are here yep and so i can't wait for you to get here and see it yes so tell us how people can connect with you i'm on facebook kim coleman and i have a website growingbeyond.com people can connect with me that way you know there's all kinds of stuff on there of different classes and you know how I also work with, uh, I do like a three-month, 12-week program individually with people uh, where they get to hang out with me with my coaching, with energy healing, um, and we connect in between as well. So there's that. But yeah, so www.growingbeyond.com. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much for today, Kim. I really appreciate it. You are welcome, Miss Heather Drummond. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. We truly appreciate our guests for sharing their stories and insights about how intuition has impacted their lives. And I'm so grateful for Peter Trainer for his time in giving me this original music. It's now your turn. It's your turn to listen and act on your own intuition and help make the world a better place. Until next time, keep seeing, being, knowing, and doing. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you want to find others like it, go to www.healingvitality.ca or wherever you would find your podcasts. 
We would love to have you join us on this journey. Come be a crow sitting in the tree. Be part of our community.